Hello and welcome to the Find Your Flow radio show podcast. I'm your host, Winston Wittis, and I'm here today with a very special episode. Today's episode is How to Find a Coach or How to Find a Mentor, Part 2. Yesterday, or not yesterday, last week, I uh, did an episode about how to find a coach, how to find a mentor, and then I don't think I really ever got into how to find it other than uh, connecting you with that podcast show notes. And I hopefully will be putting some awesome resources in there for you and uh, developing that out. <laughs> I know I said at the beginning of it I wasn't going to pitch anything, and so I wasn't. that wasn't my plan or intention when I started that episode. But then by the end of it, I realized, well, gosh, it doesn't doesn't help you a whole lot or tell you how to actually do it if I don't give you some kind of resources. Um, so that's how that came about. And so today I wanted to go into more depth about creative ways to find a mentor and or a coach because I've done a um, – I've, I've – worked with coaches and mentors in different capacities. So I wanted to share with you some of my different experiences so you can maybe think outside of the box and find your own mentors or coaches and maybe you already have them and you just never thought of them that way or maybe you already do. Um, and this can just uh, act as confirmation for what you're already doing. So in the last episode, if you didn't hear it, um, there are a lot of good reasons, in my opinion, that you may want to find a mentor or a coach. It can save you a lot of time and energy and money and heartache and stress and uh, just really make life easier perhaps in some ways, right? Cut out the um, the learning curve. In other ways, maybe it makes life harder if you're hiring somebody that's going to challenge you and keep pushing you forward toward your per toward your potential. So those are a couple of reasons you may want to find a coach or a mentor. And so today we're talking more specifically about how to do that. So the first way is I think one of the most obvious ways maybe this day and age is to go online and Google it, right? There are all sorts of coaches out there, life coaches, business coaches, um, pretty much anything, any industry, any anything, you can probably find somebody who is a self-proclaimed coach. Now, there is such a thing as being a certified coach, right? There are different coaching programs that will certify someone to be a life coach or a financial coach or this or that. So that's something to be aware of because they people in the coaching industry have gone to standardize a procedure or a um level of aptitude in the coaching industry and i think that's important right because otherwise anybody can just call themselves a coach right and that i think on the one hand kind of anybody can still but as people are becoming more aware of the value of coaches and family coaches and, you know, relationship coaches and counselors and these kind of things, there are different certifications that are quite valuable because they indicate 
some level of work or study or practice that somebody has undergone, right? So there's that level of coaching. I personally am a certified business coach through Fortune Builders. So if you're familiar with the show Flip This House that was on HGTV, uh, the owners or the, the folks on that show have an education component, an education company called Fortune Builders that teaches people how to flip houses. And I am a, a certified business coach through those folks. So, um, and I'm a full-time consultant, an internet marketing consultant. So I get every day I get to help people cut down that learning time and get their business moving faster. So that's something I'm very passionate about. I enjoy it a lot. As far as, um, so you can look at for people who are certified coaches in the field that you want to get better at. That's one way, kind of, I think, a, a basic, pretty mainstream way of doing it, which is great, right? You want to find somebody who's certified, maybe they're a nutrition or a fitness expert, and they have some kind of fitness or certification. Maybe they're Reiki, a Reiki coach or a Reiki practitioner, sorry, and, uh, you know, they've been certified in this and that. Next uh, kind of coaching or mentorship, I think, is um, a teacher, you know, is a form of a coach or a mentor in, in many fields, right? We may have a teacher in school who guides us along the path of music, or maybe we have a PE coach that pushes us to lift more weights or to run faster, run farther. These kind of folks a lot of times do it because they love it themselves. They love helping others attain the best that they can, you know, to, to really push themselves. I enjoyed teaching in the classroom for many years and in privately as a music teacher, as a music mentor maybe, um, to be able to inspire kids to express themselves through music. And that's something I felt felt and uh, haven't done in, in years, I guess, now. But um, something I felt very passionate about and very fortunate to be able to do for such a long time. Maybe you have a – so one of my favorite strategies that I kind of fell into when I was younger and then read about in a book by um, – by, I listened to the audio book, I should say. Of, um, oh, gosh. Millionaire Mind, um, and the name will come to me, but having a millionaire mind, this book um, was really cool because he talks about, he wanted to get into the pie business, and he didn't know anything about the pie business, so he got a job working at a pie shop so that he could learn about it from the inside while getting paid. And he wasn't making, you know, getting rich off it or anything, but he wasn't investing his own money to learn it either. And after a while, he realized he really didn't like the pie business, and so he got out. So that was an opportunity for him to learn while he was getting paid. And for myself, I've had a, a couple experiences like that. One was right after I got out of high school, I knew that I wanted to be in real estate. So I... But I can honestly say I didn't plan this. This just kind of happened for me. Dumb luck. Serendipity. Whatever you want to call it. Connecting the dots backwards. I ended up going to work for this guy who was flipping houses in uh, San Diego. 
Ocean Beach. And we were working long, crazy hours, seven days a week. And it was awesome. I learned everything, how to do basically every kind of update on a house. Tear out the old floors, put in the new floors. Tear down the wall, build a new wall. Tear off the roof, put on a new roof. Windows, same. All sorts of different cool things. And I got to learn basically how he was flipping houses. Not only did I not pay him to have him mentor me personally, me and my friend, um, you know, I got to spend 80 hours plus a week with this guy. And, you know, very good friend, became very good friends. And uh, I was getting paid the whole time as I was learning. So I felt really lucky as something I couldn't have planned. It just kind of magically happened. But there are those kind of opportunities out there. I feel like even where I'm at now, I still get access to incredible information and incredible high-level people. And I didn't plan this, so I can't say like, oh, so smart, right? It's just kind of dumb luck. Connecting the dots backward, right? Um, I fell into this position where I get to consult and teach people, which I love to do to be able to help people improve their lives, people that want it, you know, they get a, they're building a business for themselves, for their families, for their legacy. And I'm getting, so I'm getting paid, it's, you know, my day job, which is awesome. And I get to be around people that are performing and producing at a much higher level than myself. So I get to see what they're doing and I get to learn from them and be around them and try to vibe with that energy. So it's amazing, right? So what people or things you want to learn that you may be able to go volunteer for or you may be able to go and work in some capacity and help that person with their business. So here's something, here's um, kind of a thing that I see a lot or have seen a lot is somebody will have developed some level of, let's call it success in a field. Um, so uh, I'm a I'm an artist, right? I'm a musician, a music producer. I've been in the music industry in different capacities for many many years, and so sometimes there will be a DJ or an or yeah, let's say a DJ or a DJ crew that is starting to really come up. They're starting to do successful shows with a good following, and they have a good night going or a couple nights of different. Um, clubs or whatever and people who want to be DJs also see that and they they may want to be a part of that like oh man you know I want to play in front of a full house right it's the dream from for a lot of DJs uh, and wannabes and bands and artists and whatnot I want to play in front of full or speakers right I want to speak in front of full rooms I want to um you know whatever so a lot of people come with this kind of like super inflated, super inflated ego angle. This would happen like a fair amount where I would be DJing and some want to be, or maybe they even have played out a little bit, but basically they come with this whole like attitude of like, Hey, let me play. Let me play. I'm the best. Let me, let me hop on the decks for a bit. It's like, no, it's the middle of my set. It's like, oh, come on, let me play. Like, oh, here's my music. Play my music. It's it's way better than this crap you're playing. It's like, oh, yeah, okay. So you come into my event, 
and disrespect my music and think that I'm going to bow down to you and let you take over, right? It's like, no, that's not what's going to happen here. And so this kind of thing, it didn't happen a ton, but it happened enough. So it's like a thing, I think. And the point being, nobody wants, like, what kind of attitude is that, <laughs> right? You, this person has no concept of what it took to get, to make that night happen. How much work went in behind the scenes, how much time, how much energy, etc. right? They just want to cut straight to the part where they're the rock star without putting in the work. That may that it took to make this whole event happen. So, on the other hand, there's some folks. One uh, guy who's a good friend of mine for many years, who just they they just want to help out and make it a success and contribute and support. And so there'd be people like this that would come out and support and you know buy drinks at the bar to support the bar and pay for the entrance ticket and um, you know help carry gear or set up, or whatever, and I would be more than happy to have this person play at my events because they were supporting, right? They were giving giver's gain, to quote B&I. Giver's gain. You give and you support, and then what? I would pay him. Yeah, I would pay him because he was my friend, and I wanted to support him, and he was supporting me, and so it was awesome, and there's and because of that, I was able to give my friends cool gigs and they didn't really have to do all the legwork and the hustle and the behind the scenes stuff because they were there to support me when I needed them for that support. So are there people doing something and instead of coming at them like everybody else, where, me, 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 I want, I want, I'm the best, I'm the best, can you come at from a position of service and helping this person? Some, here's another example. Okay. I see this kind of thing, right? Um, somebody is launching their book or their album, right? A band is launching an album or um, a poet or a an author is launching their first book or, you know, they're launching their info product. And so many people that are friends come up, oh, can I have a free copy? Oh, hook me up. I'm your bro. Oh, hook, you know, like, where's the homie hookup and what's the free thing that I can get from you? And it's like this person just poured their heart and soul and hours and hours, if not weeks or months or years of their life into creating this thing. And instead of paying the 10 bucks or 20 bucks or even, you know, a couple hundred bucks, whatever, to support them and lift them up, most uh, or a lot of people will try to, you know, just like use the friend card or whatever to get it for free. And I'm not saying there's not a time and place for that or I'm judging. I'm just, trying to share my experiences with this is that it's like, yeah, you can go that route. You could also go the route of like, Hey, I was going to buy a $20 lunch. Anyway, I could just buy your CD or your book and support you because I know how hard you've worked at this and, or I want to help make this a reality for you. And yeah, maybe my album's not done or my book's not done, but maybe at that point you could support me when my thing comes out. And so I have artist friends and author friends like this. You know, I did a, this book launch thing recently, and um, one of the first people to buy in was a, a author I know, a poet, who you know bought it without even thinking, probably to support me. And he he put said so much in his email, just like yeah, you know, I, I respect your hustle, kind of thing. And um, you know, and he supported me, and I so appreciate that, right? Because and, and when he puts stuff out, I try to buy it too, and I'm not is 
good as I should be, but that's something I constantly work on because I want to be able to support my artist friends and my author friends and the, the people that put stuff out because I know how hard it is. And it's not that I'm doing it with the wanting to be supported back kind of thing. I just want to kind of illustrate that what these opportunities look like, because I think that people don't, don't always see that part, you know, um, they expect it to look different or like, yeah, I think that's kind of the, the big point for today is these opportunities to support and get in with a good mentor. Um, you can kind of get in really well by coming from an angle of supporting and providing value to this person or to this cause, right? And that can get you a mentor or a coach or somebody who's maybe a step or two ahead of you that could really appreciate your help and you you both come up together that's kind of the idea there so hopefully that gives you some good insights friend into some maybe more creative ways to go about finding a coach or a mentor they don't have to have that title right it doesn't have to be a certified coach or a mentor it could be somebody who is um you know a friend but they're maybe a step ahead or two of you uh, a step or two ahead of you in that that thing um, it could be a, a teacher. It could be, it could be a certified person, right? Somebody that's gone through a level of schooling. Um, maybe they're new in uh, the field, but they have a little bit more experience than you, or they've just gone through the certification, but they don't have all the experience to, um, you know, fill out their calendar with clients yet. So maybe you can help them start to do that. Maybe you can work your way in with them and uh, develop that relationship early on so that you can be one of the people that helps them grow their business. And some people would immediately say, well, why would I want to help them grow their business? I'm in the industry too. We're competition. Okay, well, great. Now you're competition. That's not going to help you much probably. Maybe you can work together and support each other and find your own roles within uh, that relationship that would act as a win-win for both of you, okay? That's kind of the idea, friends. I hope, again, that that's awesome for you and that you're able to find a mentor or a friend tour, or somebody who's a friend mentor, somebody who is a certified coach or consultant that can help you with that piece of your life. So I encourage you to do that. Go out, be awesome, and until next time, my friend, be flowing.